Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat over Zoom with American actors Brent and Shane Kinsman, who you may remember playing Nigel and Kyle Baker in Cheaper by the Dozen 1 and 2. They were also in Desperate Housewives. Today, they're coming on the show to talk to us about their return to acting. They retired from acting at about age 12 to focus on school and family and sports. And now they are back into it. They're even writing their own script. So today we get to hear all about that, as well as the experiences that they had when they were kids and how much they do remember from Cheaper by the Dozen and Desperate Housewives. There is so much to cover today, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Arthur Buttrose. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Raving I'm it having up. fun. <laughs> Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Brent and Shane, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on the show today. How are you going today? Can't Good. complain. Happy to be here. Oh, I'm Good really glad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I was really just blown away and also really excited when my team booked this interview because I grew mm. up watching Cheaper by the Dozen 1 and 2 and they were uh. like some of my favorite movies. So I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, they're not like, you know, four or five years old anymore. They're, they're yeah. grown up. <laughs> yeah, the first one's 17, 17 years old. I 17 think. years old, I think, this so. year. God, Scary. that makes us all feel old, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. We're Actually, 20, no, it would be, no, it would be 20 years old. The first one. Almost. I, I think it came yeah. out in 2002 or 2003. So, yikes. Wow. So, <laughs> we for our five. audience, because they look so much older now, they played yeah. Kyle and Nigel Baker, the real little, little twins in both films. And it's funny, too, because it's not until, you know, we're older now that we realize how some kids can be really hard to look after. So on set, especially Cheaper by the Dozen 2, you had like double the kids. So was that very hard for the adults to like control you all? (laughs) I think they did a pretty good job. You know, it's funny. We we tell people this all the time. Usually when they cast kids, especially young as as we were, we were five turning six in the first movie. And then the second one, we were six. Seven, I think turning eight mm-hmm. so we are relatively young yeah. and what they'll do is they'll cast <clears throat> they'll cast older kids that look younger so that they know how to behave themselves and they're a little more you know composed and mature but they kind of just you know rolled the dice with us Sean and, Levy took yeah. a risk <laughs> yes <laughs> and casted us as we were so yeah. I mean all I could say is God bless our mom because yeah, she, she was behind the scenes the whole time just mm-hmm. kind of you know reining us in and slapping us on the wrist mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> Otherwise, it was just like a big playground for you guys, isn't it? Oh, I mean, it still was. It's just, you know, you can only control the chaos so much. But Mm. especially around the house, too, there were so many like prop toys and just you can hold you can only hold a five year old's attention span for so long. And then you got to take a break and let them. They used to to tease us. They used to say one more take, one more take. They would like dangle the carrot in front of our head, our face. And and just it was like (laughs) one more take. And then 30 down the line, we were just, you know. Yeah. outing and throwing fits <laughs> i can't even imagine we don't want the carrot we want some chocolate ice cream yeah, right. <laughs> give us sugar <laughs> oh man and were you only on set 
on certain days because I have heard for a lot of child actors, especially if they're not even at school age yet, they've just got to work with, you know, and you hear a lot of, uh, a lot of um, twins as well. They mm-hmm. they'll pretty much help each other out. So one will be on set, and then the other one will, you know, go in and take their spot as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for us, we like that's typically how twins work, right? Because of the child labor laws, you can only work a uh, uh, work with a child for so long. So they, you know, flip flop. Uh, but with us, both on it. <laughs> we were both on. You know, so um, we didn't spend every day on set we spent quite a bit of time um but you know it's not like we were we weren't steve martin or bonnie hunt they were the leads and so they were on set every day but we we spent a good amount of time on set Mm -hmm. and uh in terms of school they just kind of we brought up again thank god to our mom uh she brought our curriculum over to the set teachers so you know they would do their best to wrangle us and teach us while we were on set um but yeah, I mean, we we were both there the whole time together because all of our scenes were together. So mm. yeah, yeah. You're, you're twins. You're together. You, you do everything yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, on screen and in real life. <laughs> yeah, yep. pretty yeah. much to this day. <laughs> and I know you're really young, especially for the first movie. A little bit older for the second. But what do you remember as like your funniest moment on set, or even the funnest moment on set? Oh, there's, there's a few, you know, it's funny because we have like right behind us over here in our house, we've got photo albums of all the cheaper by the dozen days. And once in a while we'll get nostalgic and flip through them. And like all of, you know, like when you see a picture, all the memories come rushing Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember like when you, when you said that, asked that the first thing that pops into my head is you remember what soccer boppers are? They were like, uh, they were like blow up like (laughs) boxing gloves, but they were huge. And I remember that they used to have those like laying around on the set somewhere for us to just, you know, toy with. I'm sure there's a scene in the movie of us. They're, they're in, I think in the after credits. I yeah. remember that day so vividly when we had the soccer boppers and we were just beating the crud out of each other like all day until <laughs> mm-hmm. we tired out. Camera stopped rolling and we kept going. Uh, and like it was just there was always something. It, whether, whether I think it was, we did a we did a whoopee cushion on Bonnie Hunt. I think that was, oh, in the, that was second the second one. one. Oh my we goodness! Really? A, it, it wasn't a whoopee cushion. It was a fart machine. We had an electronic <laughs> fart machine that you had a you know a, a trigger for. Yeah. And I think we put it underneath. We taped it underneath her seat, and I believe she was doing an interview to promote the movie. Was oh, it was no. an I think I think it was an interview. And we put the fart machine under her chair. And Worst timing. Oh my <laughs> that was our dad's idea, believe it or not. And as kids, you're like, this is hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when she they're like, this is an interview, got to be professional. Mortified. Yeah, <laughs> she was probably mortified, but yeah. not Bonnie. Probably not Bonnie. She was a good sport, yeah. And how was it but, working with such legendary actors like Bonnie and Steve Martin? Do you still keep in contact with them to this day? We, we haven't, I'm, we're connected with Bonnie Hunt on Instagram, on social yep. media. Um, Steve, we haven't heard from in, in years. Um, but in terms of our relationship on set, I mean, they had to be the set parents, you know, mm-hmm. they had to be the ones that kept the peace and the control over the, the whole chaotic situation. And they did a great job. I mean, even, even when we weren't, you know, doing takes, uh, first for people like Bonnie Hunt and Steve Martin, who are such high profile, legendary actors to um to take the time to pay attention to the kids and give them the time of day and and be nice and they did you know and nothing but fond memories of both of them i I have like vivid like vivid like kind of blotchy memories of of uh steve martin we used to play the banjo because he's a legend on the banjo as well he's a great musician and he used to play the banjo for us like in between takes we'd go to his trailer and all the kids would kind of like huddle around and we have pictures of it too and he just strum away on the uh, pluck away on the banjo, and you know that was just kind of the the whole vibe on the on the set, and you know in between takes and stuff. And I remember all the kids used to get together and play like Nintendo sixty four, like GameCube together, and bongos. You know, remember DJ Bongo? Yeah, yeah DK, DK bongos. bongos. I remember yep. like Super Smash Brothers. Yep. You yeah. know, so I'm I'm sure it it did get frustrated. I'm frustrating. I'm sure for the adults at at some point, but for the most part, I think everybody just had a gas. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. What great memories for your childhood too you know oh. not many people could be sharing those sort of stories <laughs> yeah and we were just we were just kids you know i mean you know bonnie and steve were like you said such legendary actors but we were just kids being kids on mm-hmm. set and so i think ignorance was bliss for us because we just kind of showed up and the cameras <laughs> were rolling and we were just supernatural about it and they just basically said go be kids and we'll feed you a couple lines and and then they hit the record button mm-hmm. so we didn't really know what was really you know going on like oh we'll but, just be ourselves <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much yeah. yeah 
Well, it's also amazing just to see after those movies, like where some of you kids have, you know, ended up, you know, mm-hmm. you look at Hilary Duff now and Taylor Lautner, you know, you re- rewatch yeah. the movie and you're like, oh my God, even Taylor Lautner looks so, so young compared to these yeah. days yeah. <laughs> as well. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. We, no, it's, sorry, it's funny though. I, I was just going to add to that. It's funny because we, we do keep in, the, in contact with a couple of our castmates um just like we all did a tiktok together a little while ago in 2022 kind of got kind of got some of the cast you know back to we got most of the cast back together and it's funny like everybody i mean we're all of course 20 years older but we all everybody still has the same face you know like seeing all these people compiled into the tiktok this was the first time Mm -hmm. the cast has really been together since since the second movie so it's been a long time you know who everybody is still everybody still just looks like an, an older version of themselves which is very trippy, very yes. strange. Especially when you look at you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. I suppose we probably changed the most <laughs> probably of, of us and Blake Woodruff because we were the young ones. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you do change be- when you're, you know, let's say 20 to 40 years old. Of course you change, but, you know, from 5 to 25 is, a, is drastic. We, we, it's job. funny because people recognize us still on the street, especially when we're together and we don't wear hats. You know, we, you know, got the twin redhead thing going on. And they're always so shocked. They're like, wow, you know, I remember growing up and I seen you guys, you know, four feet tall. They forget that we grew up with them. You yes. Know? Yeah. So. We don't have this magic pill that we just stay. Yeah, right. Four or five, if only. <laughs> exactly. In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now, and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. And another thing as well, you know, in case the audience don't know and they only know you from Cheaper by the Dozen, between 2004 and eight, you're also on Desperate Housewives as the Scavo Twins. I've got to say that's such, it's been a long time since I've watched it, but it's such an adult show as well. You know, it touches on suicide and sexual assault, murder mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. emotional, physical abuse and pretty much any illegal, you know, horrible thing you can do to a person, it's in that mm-hmm. show. Yeah. So especially at that young age, like how did they protect you from all of that on set or were you just oblivious the whole time anyway? I think it's that. I think it was that. You know, you're you're only aware of so much when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, I, I think that. Well, our, our parents would never let us re-watch the show for many, many years. And actually, to this day, I haven't seen it all the way through. We actually yeah. just started it last summer, I think, for the first yeah. time ever. Ever. Because, wow. you know, we would show up and we would do our segment of this, you know, of our scene, uh, which was typically innocent. I mean, mischievous always, but innocent. <laughs> um, and then we would go home, you know, so we weren't around for the filming of the little bit, you know, racier things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since we never watched the show... I mean, that's kind of how we were protected. And yeah. then again, we had another amazing cast and crew for Desperate, like Doug Savant and Felicity Huffman and everybody mm-hmm. involved. It's were, like a second set of set parents. They were well. super protective. Yeah. yeah that's so. good. Because mm-hmm. you need yeah. to, because plenty of time for the rest of your life to be exposed to that stuff. Yeah, for Indeed. sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah, we we just, we ignorance, again, ignorance was bliss, you know, mm-hmm. in that way. we we. It's funny because our parents tell us stories of like, we used to, um, Back in our old house, we used to live in a neighborhood where all the parents were friends and stuff. And the parents would get together for block parties like every Sunday when the new episodes would come out. And they would all watch the show together. But all the kids would be like in the next room or at another yeah. house or on a trampoline or something you know, doing kid yeah. stuff. And we'd be on the screen and they'd all be watching it. But we had no idea yeah. you know, what the show was about or anything like that. Yeah. But 
We that just did fun. our job and came home. Just That's did it. our job and came home, yeah. you know, had a set teacher, you know, as, as well on that set too. And then that was more, so like for cheaper by the dozen, especially with the second one, we filmed it in Toronto, Canada. Mm. And so we were on set, you know, we were in Toronto the whole summer. It was three months. I think it took to film, but with desperate over the years, we got to split our time between set and, uh, and school. So we'd go to school and then the days that, or the weeks that we were filming, you know, we were in the episodes, then we'd have a set teacher. And so we really had kind of a good balance between, I guess, you know, normal life and, and set life as well. That's good. So, yes. Yeah, we were very well shielded. <laughs> you still had a bit of a childhood because that was another question I was going to ask. Did you feel like it took away your childhood a little bit by acting so young? It, the, I think the only thing that it took away was a couple years of sports only because, yeah. I mean, a lot of our friends were <laughs> from school were starting sports at eight, nine, 10, you know, and we stopped acting when we were 12. And so that's when we picked up baseball and football. And so we had a couple of years to catch up, but, you know, obviously while you're doing, while you're doing acting, you can't, you know, take a fastball of the chops or anything <laughs> like that. So, um, so we, we, we forfeited a few years of, of organized sports, but other than that, it was completely normal childhood. I mean, in, in yeah. the place where we live in Glendora, it's kind of a small town where everybody knows everybody. And so people knew who we were, but they were respectful and we still, you know, made normal friends at school and threw dirt clods at each other and just did kid stuff, you know? So yeah. we, we had the best of both. I worlds think we, yeah, we, we kind of got away with both where we got to live that kind of crazy Hollywood child star life on the one hand, but we also, you know, made it in just at, at, in the nick of time for childhood. And when we took our break at, at 12 years old, like Brent was saying, then we just got to go play baseball, you know, and football and go to middle school and, and just kind of grow up, which yeah, exactly. we were again, super blessed and, and shielded from all the, mm -hmm. all the nastiness that can come out of that industry, especially when you're so young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And kind of as, as funny as it sounds, you could say you retired at 12. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Retired at 12, peaked at 8. Yeah. But, I mean, it's all downhill you know. from here. It's all downhill from here. No. Yeah, right. How do you top that? Yeah, I'm hoping it all goes uphill for you from now oh, on. Which, oh, yes. Yeah. Fingers Most crossed. Definitely. I got to say, it's such a funny story about how you guys got into acting as well. A talent agent saw you at a Dodgers game. This is for mm. our audience in case you don't know the story. And they encourage you to go start auditioning. You got your first job, uh, national uh, Tylenol commercial as well, yeah. and then soon yeah. after you booked Cheaper by the Dozen. So how soon after did you really book it? You know, was it always just lucky breaks at the beginning? I'm sure your cuteness really, really helped. <laughs> I think I think it was at a time when twins were hot. I think it was like kind That's of true. that was a trend that was starting. Mm. Um, it was that and just, I mean, in this industry, sometimes you just find yourself riding a, riding a wave and you just kind of hit sometimes. It's like hitting, it's like hitting the lottery. You kind of just yeah. hit sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that was our, at least the, well, that was our entire career pretty much from the, from the beginning. And so we were early four-year-olds in the Tylenol commercial. And then we were, we turned five, I think on the set of Cheaper by the Dozen. So it was, it was within the year. Um, but yeah, they, I think that the way it happened is uh, they had noticed us, the casting directors, or I think it was our agent maybe saw the commercial, um, or maybe it was a casting director, saw the commercial and said, hey, well, you know, there's a national national call, casting call for this new movie called Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh, they wrote a book about it in the 50s and uh, they need they need twins. Originally, it was going to be twin girls and then they decided to go twin, twin boys afterwards. And they said, you know, throw your, they told my mom at the time, throw your kids' names in the hat and see what happens. And so- we went for it and then we got a call back and then we got another call back. And then we got, I think on the last call back, we were driving home from Santa Monica, I think is where the audition was. And my mom got a call saying, Hey, your twin boys got cast in a major motion picture. And that was, you know, and that was that. Yeah. That the rest that. is history. Rest is history. Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it. Maybe even make it a new year's resolution but never do. Well, this is your time. Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class 
for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. So, how are yeah. you finding it now as ad- adults? Is it a lot harder now? A lot more competition and rejection as well. Well, there is a lot. I mean, when we were kids, we were we were just so charmed, and and we just like Brent was saying, we kind of caught lightning in a bottle and. Um, I mean, it, we we auditioned quite a bit as kids, and of course, we got some rejection as mm-hmm. kids too. But most of the big things that we auditioned for, we got. And it's also one of those industries where once you establish a name for yourself and you kind of catch some momentum, it just snowballs from there. You get your name out there; it's easier to get jobs. And and so, um, you know, taking a break from the industry did kind of stop our momentum, you know, a little bit in terms of mm-hmm. things. But it's funny because we we graduated college in 2020, so the infamous 2020 right into the pandemic. Yeah, we I was knew bring that up. Such a hard yeah, time for you. <laughs> that that's played a huge part in, you know, every you know, industry. Well, of course, yeah. You know. it, it's it's definitely put a stump in our industry, like like many others. And so um, so like somewhere towards the end of college, we both kind of came, we both went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo together. So uh, and that's a whole other story. We didn't mean to go to surprise, college. Together. Surprise. <laughs> we went together. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't mean to do that, but Fate kind of just, you know, I, th- I feel like just God just kind of led us together um, through college and, and it ended up being a big blessing. Uh, but towards the end of college, we we knew that we didn't want to just get right out and kind of go the corporate route. We had been discussing getting back in the industry for a few years, but hadn't really take, you know, taken it seriously, taken the idea seriously until the end of college. And then somewhere along the line, we just decided, yep, that's kind of our calling. That's what we need to be doing. And so we were all charged up to get back in there and, and connect again with some of our old agents and and get our names back out there. And then, boom, the pandemic hit. Yeah, and, uh, such bad timing. So, Does that mean you just kind of use that time just to hone your craft? Because even, you know, even though you were like, oh, you know, agriculture, you know, your degree of agriculture will be there mm-hmm. whenever we need it. Mm-hmm. But also 2020, obviously, couldn't really just go out and audition right. because there wasn't many opportunities around there. Right. There's way more now because of all the yeah. streaming services and stuff. But mm-hmm. what, what were you doing during that time then when everything just halted? <laughs> Walking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, amongst other things. I mean, we we um we picked up. We did take a couple uh online acting classes, which was interesting. We did one in um, person too. We well, we that was towards the end, but mm-hmm. in the thick of the pandemic, there was nothing but uh nothing but online you know opportunities, and that was interesting. It it it's a tough adjustment to make because I think where we really shine is is in person. I think mm-hmm. some people can do the online thing, but. I think our personalities come I mean, we're old fashioned. So we like eye contact and we like reading the energy, room and, yeah. you know, reading the energy of, of, you know, and I think that most, probably most casting directors do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but now since the pandemic and everybody's kind of converted to online, things have changed so much. And I don't even necessarily think that a lot of them are going to go back to in-person because they have to, you know, they got to rent a place in Santa Monica and they got to be there and they got to, you know, spend some money. Um, so it's changed the game completely, uh, but I digress. Uh, we we picked we learned a couple skills. We picked mm-hmm. up the, the guitar. Um, we, and, used the yes, to, we used the time. We used the downtime to. We used yeah. the downtime to pick up skills. So mm-hmm. we did do acting classes. We we like Brent was saying. We learned guitar or learning guitar. We didn't we didn't learn the whole guitar yeah. during that. Learned, time. Yeah. learned the guitar. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah, that's it. Off uh, the bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. On to the next skill. Well, I even um, saw on your Instagram, Shane, as well, you playing the t- guitar and like, yeah, still learning. Come on. Like it was oh, inc- yeah, that, incredible. That, yeah. What, what you don't see is the 600 times I practiced before <laughs> I posted that. Yeah. Cause that was totally the first time. Right. And you, yeah, don't, you totally. don't hear me. You don't hear me yelling at him while I'm eating food or watching TV in the other room. Like, dude, stop. 
Sorry, Star. Think of that. <laughs> no, so no, is maybe no. a musician on the cards for either of you two? Is that another like plan B? Nah, that's a hobby. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who, I mean, in the world of anything's possible. Yeah, we everything both connects in entertainment. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, hey. it, that's super true. So, mm-hmm. um, we we Soon kind of in musicals. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, life takes you some crazy places. Two man band, you know, something like that. <laughs> Hey, and the twin thing, people would love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great shtick. <laughs> We've been playing it forever. But yeah. so yeah, we did that. We did we did guitar. Um, we continued to just like kind of stay in shape. Luckily, our gym across the street was open because a lot of oh, them shut down. Very so lucky. Briefly, but all of our gyms got closed. Yeah. yeah. Most of them, most of them all in all in LA got closed too. And we're we're like connected to the one that just kind of stayed open. Yeah. They were closed for a while, but they moved all their stuff outside. And so we were able to work out and stay in shape. And we also picked up Brazilian jiu-jitsu over the yes. past couple of years. And congrats on the tournament too. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We I've just done my a... stalk. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. My That's job. So cool. I'm like, I don't know, allowed to stalk you just to be able to do my research. Hey, what, like, we're not going to sit here and act like we don't stalk people on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Everybody <laughs> does. Come on. Let's just out that now. Everybody does it. Yeah. <laughs> no shame. But yeah, yeah. yeah that so that was awesome. really fun. So we we uh you know that's another kind of skill that we thought not only would benefit us in the acting world, you know, a lot of a lot of actors out there, you know, especially in the action space and sci-fi kind of superhero space, which is one of the spaces that we want to get into. They all know martial arts mm-hmm. and they start with jujitsu because it's a it's a grappling, you know, it's a very foundational martial art, and uh you can you can learn other martial arts off the back of jujitsu. So plus we just really enjoy it. We, uh, we grew up athletes. Like after we stopped acting, like Brent was saying earlier, we did sports and we did baseball and football and just found a really competitive spirit that we never knew was there mm-hmm. and just wanted to continue our, our, you know, our athletic endeavors. And so it's kind of, it's, it's the coolest thing because we enjoy it. It gets that athletic itch out, mm-hmm. but it also will, you know, hopefully benefit us in our careers later on. So Absolutely. we just did our first tournament last weekend and got the crap beat out of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? First one ever, but it, it was the first return to competitive organized sports since high school. Uh, we didn't play, we didn't play sports in college. Uh, we lifted weights, but to compete against mm-hmm. other people is a totally different ball game. Uh, and it was it was so nice to to get back into the competitive athletic space. So that's something we really enjoy and probably hopefully will do for the rest of our lives. Mm, absolutely. And I really mm. hope to see something in, you know, for you guys in the Marvel space or something like that. Hey. Who knows? Twin superheroes well, or maybe even like twin villains. I could see that. I was going to say or like good and evil. There's so much. Mm. There's so much. Yeah. They can do with that. Exactly. I'm what surprised have you they haven't the done other evil. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? I said, I'm just surprised they haven't done it already. I mean, they played with, you know, Star Wars has like Luke and Leia, they're fraternal twins and they've, you know, they've done some things, but uh, the dichotomy between identical twins could be played with, you know, two good, two evil, one evil, one good. Uh, it's just visually, I think it's a good opportunity. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Well, even you yeah. look at like the new Doctor Strange movie, like that. there's no twins in that, but it's just yeah. the same actor playing, you know, the other character of themselves mm-hmm. sort of yeah. thing. So yeah. Why do that and do double the takes when you got the two people right there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or they could just use both of us for one guy. Exactly. You know? Save the money. Cut the cost. It's right there for them. Come on, yeah, Disney. Right. Cut the cost in half. Yeah, because Disney's worried about cost for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. You got to save it here and there where you can. Yeah, we'll see. I quickly want to know too, because I know you guys have a huge passion in, in health and fitness, and obviously it comes across in your sports and everything. Is that the big reason you chose agriculture, or was that sort of like your parents' idea to go get a degree, make sure you have a bit of a plan B before you get back into acting? No, I, it wasn't. I, the The decision to go to college was our decision. Um, I think it's. I remember back when I was a senior in high school, and I was picking different colleges and and thinking about, you know, going to get a degree in the first place, it, the return to acting was kind of always in the back of my mind, but it wasn't such a prominent idea. Um, and the idea of college sounded, sounded good to me at the mm-hmm. time. Um, how agriculture came into play, because, you know, we're from Southern California, LA, and so that's a foreign discipline. So, um, but, but we've always been interested in nutrition and health and wellness, and uh, that goes along in the whole athlete type of package. And, um, and we also had a family friend whose dad was, uh, he was high up in a 
I think it was a citrus distribution company. So he's been in ag, he had been in ag for a long time, agriculture for a long time and loved the business. Uh, not to mention, you know, people have to eat. So there's always jobs and opportunity mm-hmm. and it's an innovative space. Right. Um, so it sounded attractive at the time. And um, I don't necessarily see myself in the near future going, you know, involving myself in, in agriculture, but I'm really thankful to have been exposed to not only the knowledge, but the culture is really, yes, really interesting. That's true. I mean, we went to school with cowboys, you know, and farmers, farmers, farmers Gener- cowboys, like generational farmers. Yep. And we know how to drive tractors now. Yeah. Yeah. My Life first, <laughs> first good. Yeah, it's good, man. My first quarter at Cal Poly, I took a tractor driving class. So that was interesting. How many people can say that? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just stuck in classrooms and you're out yeah. there on the tractor. <laughs> yeah. No, we were out there tilling fields. Out of the field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you didn't so. want to like maybe continue on with your studies and then go and also maybe do a degree in acting or anything like that? Uh, well, I, th- I think I think 2020 kind of took everybody, th- you know, through a left turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just I think we're just at the age right now where um, it's an experimental time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't <clears throat> I personally and I'm sure he feels the same. Didn't want to continue school, you know, at, at the moment when mm-hmm. I got my bachelor's degree, I was like, OK, I'm done done sitting in a classroom for a little while. I know um, what that feels I'd like, like to go out there. and Yeah, go do it. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, just kind of, was kind of done at the time. So, well, also the good thing about the, you know, the entertainment industry and acting and stuff is it's a skill. It's, it's not, it's not like a, I don't want to come off wrong here, but it's not a specialty skill in that, like, you don't have to have a degree in it to excel. I mean, there are people out there that, you know, went to like, I can't think of people off the top of my head, but there are people that went to school their entire lives. They did you know, grew up doing theater and they went to college for acting. And then you have a guy like Tom Cruise who never took an acting class in his life or like Matthew McConaughey, same way, who just kind of fell into it. And, you know, are they the greatest, you know, most diverse skilled actors of all time? No, but they found a niche and seem like they really, um, I think what those guys do really well is they pick their roles very specifically and they, they pick roles where they're casted well. And so, mm-hmm. You know, a guy like Tom Cruise or a guy like Matthew McConaughey doesn't have to have the range that like, say, a, like a, a person that's been going, you know, through theater their entire life may have. But um, but there's opportunity for all kinds of people out there. Mm-hmm. And, and we feel like our approach to this industry, like, yes, we've done some training and that's important, but we want to fulfill a niche, not only just with the twins, but I think just, you know, we have certain personalities where we want to, we like there are specific sectors of this industry that we want to kind of like spearhead Mm. like we said kind of the sci-fi superhero marvel space is something we think we'd love to get into um so he like hallmark because it's very family friendly too. yeah 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 we also want to continue just doing family friendly kind of wholesome you know values traditional values you know work as well kind of like what we did with cheaper by the dozen and that's also what our audience you know the bulk of our audience knows us from cheaper by the dozen so they know us to be kind of more wholesome, you know, family oriented guys. And so like Hallmark would be perfect or like the GAC or something like that, or mm. even just a fun show on like the CW or something, yeah. something that the whole family could, could come together and watch. You well, know? if you need a Hallmark channel contact, let me know. Like I'm good friends with Cindy Busby who was in Heartland and she's like in all, a lot of the Heartland, a lot of the oh, cool. uh, Hallmark movies. So let me know. I can hook you up. <laughs> hey, that- and isn't that funny? She's she's probably in. I mean, like I feel like with Hallmark specifically, that that company, like once they get a hold of you, you're in all of their movies. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's you like, oh, you'd be perfect actors. for this. It's a very yeah, similar yeah. role to another movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Those they, they, those people have the gigs, man. Oh they yeah, just, definitely. The jobs keep coming. Yeah. So that would so, be a, a good channel for you to work for too. Yeah. Yeah, we would love to. Plus, they're just such great movies. You know, they're just wholesome and lighthearted. And I mean, there, there's there's so much you know, heavy entertainment out there these days. There's so much political entertainment and, you know, just, just heavy stuff out there these days. I think sometimes you just want to sit back and watch a wholesome movie or like, yeah, you know, a movie that just troubles. Yeah. You know, we, we just went to the movies uh, a couple nights ago. We watched Top Gun. The new I'm seeing Top it Gun. tomorrow. I'm so excited. Oh, no oh, spoilers. You're, okay. You're going to love it though. It was we good. Okay. You. You're going to love it. it. Fantastic. You're going to love it. Yeah, yeah my dad's a pilot, so he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go as a family. Oh, cool. We're gonna go class, and yeah, make yeah. it a whole, yeah. whole celebration." 
I think they, I think all the actors actually piloted the planes. I'm not sure for all the scenes, but I think that like Tom Cruise had all the actors oh, yeah. go I through flight school. I definitely believe Tom Cruise would have. Yeah, you know he is. he's a yeah. nut. He does everything. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. does. But it's fantastic. We won't give spoilers, but it's just Thank like, you. it's just a story well told. It's one of those movies that you just leave the theater and you're like, that was just a great neutral story. It was, it was, in my opinion, good the good way of escapism like i i it, we went to the movies and i wanted to just escape and get into another world for a little while and i mm. left top gun feeling just like okay i was able to escape to another world i was in captivated mm -hmm. but i don't have any um like apprehensions about any sort of um political undertone uh or it know. was your classic just summer blockbuster yeah you know and i great. think i think tom cruise is is kind of one of the last of a dying breed of movie like cinema storyteller type of you know where you can just go to the theater and see a movie on its own and go wow that was great type great of movie thing. um yeah. and and i think with all the rest of these uh streaming services um you get a lot of like shane was saying some really intense shows with some mm -hmm. really intense storylines which is great for sure it's awesome tv but you know sometimes you just want to go to the movie buy a stub eat some popcorn and just you know, watch go, a flick go see a flick and <laughs> a flick. and so we, yeah. <laughs> i've had someone say that for a while <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a flick it's a, flick. Yeah. a boomer thing to say <laughs> this show is brought to you by vegas nights specializing in all of your party needs they have photo booths poker tables and decorations for heaps of different party themes visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394 Vegas nights, you can't lose. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. So with getting back into acting now too, I, I can understand why you're being, you know, picky of which roles you do choose, but is that mm -hmm. kind of a bit hard to kind of have that restraint and say no, because especially coming straight back into it, you're like, you just want to say yes to everything and yeah. pay the bills, build your resume up as well. Right. Yeah, it, it is tough because, oh, I'm sorry. Didn't where it. it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that a lot. Well, I was, yeah, I was just going to It was bound to happen it. eventually. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm surprised we <laughs> held it together this far. We're probably going to say the same thing anyways, probably. That's right. Yeah, we, yeah, it, it is. Um, I mean, especially with our, our, our kind of launch again um we're trying to be uh we're trying to walk the line between being too picky and also being strategic and mm -hmm. so uh we want to make a good impression and set a good tone uh coming back into the industry uh and there have been a few opportunities that have come across our plate that we've had to say no to um because we want to make sure that the the project that we involve ourselves with aligns with you know it's it like i said earlier kind of sets the tone uh for us and so it, but it is it is hard you know you just kind of want to especially with everything opening back up again you just want to mm -hmm. get back get into there. the game and and mm -hmm. do some work but um and there's so much opportunity mm -hmm. like you were saying earlier that like with all these you know streaming services there's so much abundance out there mm -hmm. it's it's the, something they don't tell you getting into this industry is it's sometimes harder to say no than it is to say yes mm -hmm. we've had to say a few really tough no's like for you know a year ago we, we we probably could have been you know back into this thing already and, and back on the scene and, and in the public eye already but not from the right foundation we think and i don't regret saying a single no to you know an agent you know let's say or you know an opportunity that's come up in the last year or so that we've been at this mm -hmm. uh because it's just not we we're thinking with longevity it's just yeah. not worth, you know, it's not worth it. So, and the right, the right project will come along and we're going to go, that's the one, you know, yep, absolutely. and jump on it. Truly yep. believe that everything happens yeah. for a reason. You're, you're mm -hmm. carving that path and it'll just come to you. Sooner or later. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does take restraint and it does take patience. But I think to, at least in our case, to approach the industry again with some sort of plan and some sort of strategy, 
um, I think ultimately, like he said, in the long run, we'll pay, we'll pay, you know, we'll pay off. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, good luck with it all. I, I can't wait to see what you do. I have also heard that you're doing a little bit of writing as well. Are you allowed yeah. to share what that is or any sort of, can you share the genre or whether it's TV or movie at least? <laughs> it, we're thinking we haven't decided. It'll be movie. It probably will be movie. Yeah, yeah it, it'll be movie. Um, it's in the sci-fi superhero genre, Ooh, we'll yes. say. I love yeah. that genre. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the extent that we can share. But it's it's a story. It's a story that we've wanted to tell for a long time mm -hmm. that we chose to wrap in the skin of sci-fi superhero type of, you know, and, and really, honestly, we're, we're open to it changing. It, it's in its early stages right now. And so we have the meat and potatoes. Um, but if the story um, sometime in the future is best served as, you know, in some other skin, then we'll make the adjustment. Um, mm -hmm. But we're really, really excited about it. We have and, the story, like we have the message that we want to tell. Mm -hmm. And like Brent was saying, the, the skin that we've wrapped in is just a vehicle. It's a temporary vehicle for what we want to say. So if it turns from superhero sci-fi kind of thing to a Western or to anything else, we still have a story that we have to tell. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because we, we, I mean, we know that we can't, you know, play the, the cute little twins anymore. Like we used to, you know, of course, when we were five years old and stuff. But I also think that, you know, in the adult, you know, sector of this industry, they don't use twins enough for, um, you know, symbolic purposes. And, and like we were kind of touching on earlier, <clears throat> we think that we can use our relationship to um, kind of like display the like some of the dichotomies that we struggle with as human beings between good and evil or between right and wrong or whatever that may be conflict within the individual right. conflict between two individuals. I mean, there's, hmm. there's a lot of ways to a lot of angles to approach. Yeah. So Absolutely. You know, have to, you actually I, we're be, being have, super vague about it, yeah. <laughs> but that's, you know. I can see that, but that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's given more than you've given, I think other people. So that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. So have you actually written it all now or is it just still? We're writing the script up? right now. Okay. We're, we're writing the script. So we, we've got like a treatment. We've got a very, we've got a rough treatment for it and we're, we're developing it into a scriptment. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We're basically, we've, we've got like our themes and we have our, kind of plot loosely we're following the hero's journey um and so we have that as like a template and uh and then we're gonna we're in the process of putting it into a scriptment so we're gonna do a, a, a small script and like a pitch deck for it for when we're ready to like you know pitch it to investors or, or whoever we need to so and which is interesting because we're not we're we're good storytellers i think that that's our strong suit we're good at you know telling stories and getting the ideas across but writing a script is a whole nother beast. Mm -hmm. It's been such a learning curve mm -hmm. for us. And we're looking, we're studying other scripts that we've been given access to and that we found just to see what dialogue looks like. And, you know, there are some show, old shows out there that's, you know, their scripts are floating around the internet that we'll, we'll read the script and then watch the show and see how a character jumps off the page. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a totally different and it's endeavor. a new endeavor. It's, it's a new it's, endeavor. It's when we when we decided to, to do this thing again, we, writing was the last thing on our minds. But but we had a story that we wanted to tell. And when you do, you got to put it on paper. And it just kind of blossomed into what it is now. And, and it's still continuing to grow. So we're excited. And it's fun. And, and it's fun. It's Man, brutal. It's, it's fun, though. <laughs> it is fun. And pitching will be a whole other ball game as well. Oh, yeah. Good sure. luck. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> But I'm just bring hey. that storytelling to it, you know, into your pitch. I think that'll hey. work. Yeah. Hopefully not a Zoom meeting. Hopefully it's in person. <laughs> Hopefully, for your sake. Fingers crossed for you. <laughs> but you know what you're going to have to do? You're just going to have to come back on the show in the future when it's all done and then tell us all about it because I'd love to hear it. Hey. Oh, you bet. We we yes. would love to. We can't well, wait. We just want to share. We want it to be done already so we can just share it with people. But <laughs> Yeah. But take you know. your time, you know, really put all those creative juices into it. As weird as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what it is. That though. we are. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I did find this also interesting, but also a, a little bit sad as well, because I did see when I read both of your IMDb uh, bios, 
they're exactly the same just the names have changed is that a little frustrating because even though you guys are twins and have done a lot together throughout your life you are still individuals and Mm -hmm. to me it's like I find it sad and frustrating when and I'm not even a twin to Mm -hmm. for that people do forget that that you are individuals it's been a double-edged sword our entire lives I mean especially in the public eye too um that's kind of that's kind of the niche and so that's how we market ourselves um and you know in the future we're open to doing individual work but that's that's how people know us and in you know that's our public image uh but that's totally translated to private life too with friends and you know um we are we are individuals and there are nuanced differences about us but we grew up with the same friends we happen to have the same interests um there's tons of advantages to having a, you know, twin brother. You got somebody to play catch with the baseball with when, when dad's not home yet, you know, um, and, well, and we have a writing partner. Yeah. You know, we write yeah. together. We work really well together too, but it is hard. It's really hard to walk that line between, you know, having your own individuality and also working in step with another person. Cause mm-hmm. we see not even just business advantage to working together, but just life advantage in general. It's, it's nice to have somebody that, and I think, you know, it's one thing to have a sibling. It's another to have a twin, uh, you know, especially of the like identical of the same gender. Mm-hmm. And so we just resonate with each other and we talk a lot and we ping ideas off of each other a lot. And, you know, there's a lot of, it's like you get double the creative energy. It's not even double. It's like to the nth degree. Um, so there are tons of advantages, mm-hmm. but we've just had to navigate that our entire lives and, and learn how to still establish individuality in the midst of, you know, kind of fighting the stream of other people grouping us together as a twosome. So in those, in those that know us best, our parents are really close friends. Um, if you were to ask them, they could tell you differences, stark differences between our personalities and, you mm-hmm. know, how we would handle certain situations. But, um, you know, our IMDBs are the same because we've got the same credits, you know, and we yes, do the same exactly. thing so, so far, yeah. so far, same, right. you know, same sports as well. And yeah, yeah. Even just talking to you today, I can also see differences, as you said, in your personalities, mm-hmm. but also differences in just, also your looks. Mm-hmm. Even though you're identical twins, you do have like little things that are different about Nuances. you guys too. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so. keep it up. I'm so excited to see what you got planned in the future. And I know, guys, I've already speaking to you for 45 minutes. Can you believe wow, that? It's gone like that. <laughs> That's how it always goes. I knew so. it would. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have to rush off straight away? Because I thought we'd play a game and you guys converse each oh. other. Oh, let's do we'll it. A brotherly competition. A little competition at the end here. Okay. Yes. Let's do it. Well, it's just even just comp- even when I just have one guest on, it's great competition because it's uh it's only a five minute game. It's a actually two minute game, but with both of you, it will be about five minutes. So okay. it's called the legendary two minute hot seat. It's a very legendary game here on Rave It Up. And what I do is I ask you various questions. You just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats, singing or dancing. And you have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. And when you finish, oh. we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show. Sort of like Top Gear, you know, when they do the lap around there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And we'll also see who beat who. Oh, right. oh boy. I'm very excited. This is the first time I've, you know, had brothers on. So this should be, this should be fun. <laughs> Let's do it. And whoever goes first, don't think that the person going second will be able to have an advantage because I will be jumbled give it up. Yeah, I'm uh, going to give you a jumbled up list of questions. So you can't just sit there memorizing what I'm going to be asking. <laughs> All right. Who well, does want to go first? Put me in the ring. I'll watch him right. do it. I'll watch him. I'll watch the tone, how this goes. All watch right. the tone. All right. Let me get my stopwatch out here. All right. And let's change the view so I can see us both. Okay. You nervous? <laughs> I'm cool as a cucumber. Cool as a cucumber. Cool as a cucumber. All right. Since it's Zoom as well, I do give you guys two minutes 15 just to be a little bit. Yeah. That's fair. uh, A little bit fair just because there's a tiny bit of delay. So not like you would have in person. So, all right. Here (laughs) we go. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock music? Rock. Rock or pop? Rock. Pop or country? Country. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Beach or pool? Beach. Sun or rain? Sun. Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Comedy or action? Action. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Sweet or salty? What was it? Sweet or salt. Oh, sweet. Sunglasses or hat? Hat. 
SUV or convertible? SUV. Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? Wii. Clean or messy? Clean. Singing or dancing? Singing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? Summer. Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Johnny Depp. Mall or online shopping? Uh, mall. Cinema or home movie? What? Oh, cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Cookies or cookie dough? Cookies. Family or friends? Family. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? Day. Bus or train? Train. Straight or curly hair? Straight. Eye color blue or brown? Brown. Vampire or werewolf? Werewolf. Texting or calling? Calling. Los Angeles or New York? Los Angeles. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. TV or movies? Movies. Coffee or tea? Tea. Snow or surf? Uh, snow. Harry Potter or Twilight? Harry Potter. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Family Guy. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. French fries or chips? French fries. Burger or hot dog? Burger. Guitar or drums? Guitar. Leather or denim? Leather. City or country? What was it? City or country? Country. Biting your nails or picking your nose? Biting your nails. <laughs> tattoos or piercings? What? Oh, uh, tattoos. And we're out of time. Oh, wow. man, I stuttered a little bit. Woo. I broke. Dang, I broke it. That's all right. And I'm sorry. sure it, does, yeah, it doesn't really help when it's on Zoom, is it? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, how many questions do you think you answered there, Shane? Uh, I'd say 30. Oh, a lot more than that. Really? <laughs> Goes 52. quick, yeah. You've answered 52 questions. Seriously? Oh, was that was really was, creepy. Was, Were you counting? I swear. I swear. I didn't even know that was the point. Yeah, I, I swear. So. <laughs> I swear. All right, so Brent, you've yeah. got to answer at least 52 questions. All right. Bring 53 it on. if you want to beat it. They, have to, be yeah, they have to be truthful, though. Of course. You can't just wing them out there. Of course. Yeah, you can't just be like saying whatever my first thing is I say. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'm honest. Switch it up. Okay. You make sure he's honest, all right, Shane? Oh, yeah, make sure. Because I know okay. it all. <laughs> I really got to stare at this list now because the other one is one I use for every single interview. <laughs> now I'm like, what's the next list? Okay. You ready? <laughs> yep. Three, two, one. Indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. Brush or comb? Brush. Chocolate, dark milk or white? Uh, dark. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Steak or chicken? Steak. Fruit or veggies? Fruit. Eyes or smile? Eyes. Cook or clean? Clean. Pizza or hot dog? Pizza. Blue or red? Blue. Queen or king bed? Queen. Hard or soft pillow? Soft. Fiction or non-fiction books? Non-fiction. Trains or planes? Oh, trains. Green or yellow? Green. Ice cream or chocolate? Ice cream. Running or walking? Running. Running or jogging? Jogging. Ice skating or roller skating? <laughs> roller skating. Pants or shorts? Shorts. Long sleeves or t-shirts? T-shirts. Movies or books? Movies. Movies or music? Movies. Throwing or catching? Catching. Socks or no socks? No socks. Stripes or polka dots? Stripes. Black or white? White. Shy or outgoing? Outgoing. Lemon or lime? Lemon. Eat a whole onion or a whole lemon? Whole lemon. <laughs> Left or right? Right. Push or pull? Push. Walk or run? Ooh, walk. <laughs> Madonna or J-Lo? Madonna. Laptop or tablet? Laptop. Na nachos or tacos? Nachos. Pizza or spaghetti? Spaghetti. Old or new? Old. Noisy or quiet? Quiet. Easy or hard? Hard. Watermelon or rock melon? Watermelon. Night in or night out? Night in. Theory or practical? Practical. Headphones or speakers? Headphones. Photo or video? Video. Glass or plastic? Glass. Apple or orange? Apple. Snow or surf? Snow. Chocolate or strawberry? Chocolate. Bath or shower? Shower. Brush or comb? Brush. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. 
Milkshake or thick shake? Milkshake. Manual or automatic? Automatic. And we're out of time. <laughs> I had two questions the same I think I and got I answered beat. opposite. <laughs> no, I think I got beat. <laughs> All right. How many questions do you think you answered then? 57. 54. Ooh. Oh, you would have loved my next question. I was going to ask Avengers or Justice League, Superman or Batman. Damn. Oh, I want to know now. <laughs> we're just getting good. Oh. What is your answer for that? I want to know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go conceptually justice league movies avengers and batman yeah yeah me too avengers and batman yeah even though batman is justice league (laughs) how can you beat batman you can't all right so how many did we say shane answered 52 didn't we yes and you have answered 54 you've answered 54 questions i knew it congratulations Just one, two questions. You guys are so damn close. (laughs) Incredible. And in terms of like the whole leaderboard, let me have a look. All right. Well, Brent is sitting number third out of all the Zoom interviews. So that's really good. About 34 on the whole leaderboard because it's a lot easier to do it in person. (laughs) And you, Shane, number number five. Yeah. All right. Top five. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah, you you're happy with that. <laughs> I'll have I'll have faster Wi-Fi next time. Exactly. And wow. if you have, are you ever planning to come to Australia in the future? We can do it in person. Dude, hey, that'd be even that'd be even better. Then we'll that'd see. The really, no excuses. Yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> I think I even did give you a harder list there, Brent, too. So. <laughs> yeah, I think but so too. Beat. Yeah, keep gassing him up. I'm pretty sure Just you keep did. Gassing him yeah. up. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, Shane. You did it what I actually is. thought you won, but anyway, I'm surprised yeah. myself. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, guys. But as a closing statement, it was probably the most important question here on Rave It Up. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old selves? Got to think what I was doing at 14. Freshman in high school. I would say um, kind of on the, on the lines of... Um, you know, saying no, I would say have patience, um, and, and wait for the proper opportunity and also to wait on God. Um, and I think that, um, prioritizing the Lord has been big for me throughout Mm -hmm. this whole journey and just in life in general. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's what I would counsel my younger self is to stay tight with the Lord and to have patience. Yeah. What about you? Along the same lines, cause you know, you got, got it out first, but along the same lines, a little bit different. Um, I would tell my 14 year old self that you've got time. I mean, even now I struggle, I'm 24. Um, I realize or don't even realize how young I am, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but even then 10 years ago, there's just so much to be experienced and so much to stay present in and, and download into your brain and, and just soak up. So I would say you just, you've got time, be present and, soak up as much as you can mm, that's a good one even for me you know when you've got so many things you want to do in a day or so many goals you want to achieve in the year mm-hmm. and you're just like i need to get it done now but you yeah. just gotta be patient so good yep. you got time mm-hmm. like the world still keeps spinning if you don't do a certain thing that's <laughs> right that's right yeah. True. that's good advice for our young listeners too so thank you very much for that and before we go if our audience want to go follow you guys where should we go Find out what you're up to in the future. We're pretty much just on Instagram. So yeah. my Instagram is, I think it's it's Shane underscore Kinsman is and, my Instagram. And mine's Brent Kinsman 7. Brent Kinsman okay. number 7. I'll put all the links below the video as well so everyone cool. can go Sweet. follow you. And I'm pretty sure I'm following you now. If I'm not, I'm going to go. I was already stalking your Instagram, so I must have pressed follow. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going to go follow now if I'm not already so we can keep in contact and make sure you can come back on the show in the future. (laughs) Oh, we'd love to. This was so much fun. You're welcome on any time, all right? Now you know what's happening with that game. You can practice it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I got to keep my wit sharp. I need to stay sharp. I wasn't frosty enough. Now you're just going to constantly ask each other questions and just (laughs) really quickly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're going to help each other get to the top of the leaderboard. (laughs) (laughs) But who's going to get to the top is the question. That's the question. (laughs) That's true. Thank you so much for your time today, guys. I know it's been a lot longer than we thought it would be, but it's been an absolute blast and Mm -hmm. great stories that you shared. So thank you very much.
Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. It's longer because it was a good time. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And it didn't feel like that, did it? You're just like, what, no, 45 no. minutes already? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time thank flies you. when you're having fun. You're so welcome. Just consider it your second home, okay? Anytime you want to chat about anything, even if it's not even something you want to promote, just come on and have a chat because it's been awesome. so much fun. Awesome. Really noted. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.